Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. And I've been involved with an organization for the last 10 years and uh, proud to be a board member of the Challenger Learning Center in Lockport. And it's a wonderful effort providing young people the opportunity to learn about space travel and science and math and engineering. And we're very honored to have three guests on the Rusk Report today for our New Year's program. We have Steve Cotton, who is the chairman of the board of the Challenger Learning Center. He received a bachelor's degree in physics and education from Hamilton College in Clinton, New York, and a master's of science in applied geophysics from the Henry Crum School of Mines of Columbia University in this city of New York. And then we have two people who run this unusual company called Defiant Monkey, and I have this sticker here, and it is sort of a defiant monkey. It reminds me of Eddie at the Buffalo Zoo, the monkey who used to be very ill-mannered, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but anyway, they're involved with improvisation, and we have with us today Andrew Sprague and Karen Eicher. And Andrew is a mission commander with the Challenger Learning Center, and Karen is experienced as an improviser, actor, corporate trainer, and teaching artists with young audiences of Western New York. And Defiant Monkey is a two-person two -person improvisational group formed in 2009 that creates on-the-spot theater based on audience suggestions and participation. So let's talk about this tremendous jewel in Western New York that you're all involved with, the Challenger Learning Center, and that's O-N-E, which is Orleans, Niagara, and Erie County. Let's tell all about it. So, well, Brian, uh, the Challenger Learning Center has been, I'll say, under development uh, since 2006. So you've been around pretty much since the beginning. I've been, got a much shorter tenure with the Challenger. Um, but uh, we're in Lockport, New York. Uh, we are occupying uh, the former administration building of the Harrison Radiator Works, uh, right in downtown Lockport. So we're uh, centrally located for Lockport. Um, Challenger Learning Center is really, uh, we are one of 44 other Challenger Learning Centers nationwide. Um, each Challenger Learning Center is a uh, living memorial to the crew of the Challenger space shuttle that blew up shortly after takeoff in 1986. Mm -hmm. And so the families of the Challenger crew, rather than wrecking some sort of obelisk or other memorial uh, of that nature, they decided to uh, develop these learning centers as an extension of the mission that was never completed, which was, the focus of which was education. 
So each Challenger Learning Center nationwide is focused on promoting scientific literacy and uh, training and hopefully getting pe young people and the community excited about science and engineering, mathematics uh, in their communities. <coughs> and then uh, doing outreach and um, through space science education. The common components of all these centers are a mission control center, a transport room, and a space station where participants uh, can go on a simulated mission to space to do various tasks. And it's all hands-on, it's an immersive environment, it's a, it's a wonderful experience for uh, children 10 to 80 in age. Um, we, it's targeted, the lowest levels are targeted at about a fifth grade uh, reading level because it's a script that they're followed to execute missions. Um, each mission takes about two hours to conduct, um, but it is a real uh, exciting and fun exercise for all participants to work through the problems associated with uh, a simulated space mission, encountering some of the same problems that a real space mission would. And so the exercise is not only educational, but it also promotes teamwork and communications, problem solving and decision making. So it works at a lot of different levels for whatever group would want to come in and run a mission in our facility. <coughs> our mission facility has been in operational since January of 2017. So it's just been about a year since we've had our mission simulator up and running in Lockwood. Let's hear from Andrew Sprague and Karen Eicher about um, your feelings about this. Uh, well, I've been working with the Challenger Learning Center for a year now. I was brought on as a mission commander. I get to bring the kids uh, and uh, the other groups through the simulations. Uh, I'm typically in the spacecraft uh, as the commander there. Uh, it's, I love this whole experience. Uh, people who come through this uh, have so much fun and uh, the school kids particularly, they learn while they're having fun which is really the trick there. They, they learn problem solving, they learn communication skills, teamwork skills, uh, while being able to pretend that they're on a space flight. I, I keep telling them that if they'd had this when I was a kid, they would have had to drag me out of it. Uh, they wouldn't have been able to get me out of there. Karen Eichler. Hi. I think it's neato. <laughs> Why? I, 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 don't, I don't run any missions myself. I am uh, simply a fan of the CLC. It is so cool. Andy gets a, a flight suit, a, a blue jumpsuit. <laughs> he looks like an astronaut. He sounds like an astronaut. It's so cool. They have monitors and you go in there and it looks like mission control and they take them through these doors that slide like they're going through an airlock and into a shuttle to move them up to the station. It's so cool. And I'm old and I think it's fabulous. <laughs> you're not old, you're only about 40. Oh, that was a nice guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, uh, let's talk more about a, a simulated space mission experience common to all the Challenger Learning Centers. Uh, what is it like for these young people? Well, uh, uh, whatever group comes in, uh, whether it's a, a classroom group or some other community group, it could be a, uh, a birthday party, it could be uh, a rotary mission, or rotary group, or we've had even red hat groups, uh, ladies that have been upwards of 85 years old come through and have a great time. Uh, we break the group up into two, uh, two individual teams. Uh, so we like to have groups of, oh, 16 to 30 is what we can handle, comfortable, handle. Uh, we, if we have a group of uh, 16, we'll break them up into two groups of eight and assign them to teams. Uh, the teams are uh, go to either mission control or the space station initially. There are eight teams uh, like medical team, uh, navigation, uh, a probe assembly team, and the group, the group that stays in mission control helps the group that goes into the space station execute their task through communication, uh, instruct, uh, transfer of instructions, um, uh, w warnings about things that are uh, may not be quite right that are as they occur, and. So it's a collaborative effort to execute the mission by these two separate teams, one based in mission control and the other that it gets, as Karen said, transported into space to execute uh, the tasks on the space station. So um, over the course of the half hour mission, the, the teams perform, perform specific tasks necessary to successfully complete data collection and analysis of our mission, particular mission, which is rendezvous with Comet Haley. And that was actually one of the, one of the objectives of the original Challenger mission mm -hmm. in 1986 was to examine and uh, evaluate Comet Haley as it was passing near the Earth at the time the space shuttle was to be launched. So about midway through the mission, the two teams get to exchange positions. Those in the spacecraft come into mission control those in mission control get to go into the spacecraft and perform on the same teams in both locations. Therefore, uh, during the course of the hour and a half or two hour mission, wherever you start out, you end up in a different location. You get to experience both this mission control um, uh, experience and that on the space station. And as Andy said, you know, he's uh, is mission commander, so he spends most of his time in the space station directing the entire mission from that location. So, Andy, from your perspective, what do people do? Well, uh, we bring them into the spacecraft and they all get uh, put into their respective positions. Uh, we have communications people that talk to uh, mission control. We get kids at different stations who get to run different tests and send data back to Mission Control and Mission Control gets to to analyze that data and uh, uh, we assemble a probe and find Comet Halley and launch it and then everybody gets to congratulate themselves for a job well done. And Karen, do you want to add something about uh, this experience? They've got glove boxes where they can reach in and like do science experiments in there. They've got a spectrometer 
thing on the wall. They've got a clean room and suits and stuff. Oh, it's uh, oh the Armatron thing. I call it an Armatron, whatever you guys call arms. it. Little robot mm -hmm. arms that they yeah. control remotely. It's so cool. We try to make it as realistic as possible for them. It is. That's why I didn't design it because I'd put in an alien autopsy. But it's it's realistic. That's okay. Yeah. One of the one of the kids when we were doing one of the missions was working the robot arms and he, he turned around and said, I feel like an adult. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have a few adults listening to this program as we reach seventeen states and half of Canada. And this station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our fifty thousand watts of clear channel power. If you're listening in Lockport Montreal or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And we always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. Bonjour. We've, okay. <laughs> and we have a plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Eagle has been writing about Polish-American traditions at events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Eagle. The Ampol Eagle is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835. 9454, that's 716-835-9454. They have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Dobrze. Very good. <laughs> I'd like to uh, thank those who called regarding our recent programs with Kaylee's kindness about young women afflicted with cancer, the new ambulatory care center on Sweet Home Road in Amherst, and Muskoka Tourism in Gravenhurst, Ontario. Coming up, we'll have two world-famous authors on this program. Larry Lemer, who has a new play that's uh, in Chicago and in Boca Raton, Florida. Rose, about Rose Kennedy and Charles Todd, author of 20 mystery murder novels, will be on this program. So stay tuned with many exciting programs. A little bit more information about our guest, Stephen A. Cotton, who's chairman of the board of the Challenger Learning Center. Following five years of teaching physics at both the high school and college levels, he enjoyed a 22-year career with Consul Energy, advancing in Consul's R&D department from geophysicist to director of the mining section and finally serving as maintenance systems manager at Consul's IT department. And more information on our two uh, guests involved with Defiant Monkey Improv, they perform their monthly improv comedy show at the Keenan Center Taylor Theater in Lockport. Karen began performing improvisation with comedy sports in 97, graduating from Second City, Toronto. And Andrew began improvising in 2005 with comedy sports and has been acting and directing since 1982. And we've had many people in the theater on this program, Loretta Swit. Of MASH has been on the program, Marie Osmond has been on the program, and world-famous actor Douglas Fairbanks Jr. has been on this program a few times. He passed away a few years ago. Yeah. Yes, he hasn't been on recently. <laughs> now, if somebody would like to donate, 
$10, or $5,000. I understand you're a 501c3. All donations are tax-deductible. Tell us, where should people send these tax-deductible contributions for this Challenger Learning Center of Ontario, Niagara, and Erie Counties, New York? Yeah. So, well, Brian, our mailing address is 160 Washburn Street in Lockport, and the zip code there is 14094. Or you can look us up on our web address, which is www.clclockport.org and that will have a link for any donations that uh, people might want to make. Uh, we are looking to uh, expand and maintain our program. Our location in Lockport is, uh, as I said earlier, centrally located, but it's also uh, located very close to a, well, it's adjacent to an economically depressed area of Lockport, and we'd like to begin outreach programs or, uh, for the local neighborhood where we could offer our programs, which are not only the missions, but also we have an after-school robotics program used based upon Legos, and we have an inflatable planetarium with a planetarium projector where we can show planetarium shows. Plus, we have a very large activity space which is open the community um, to do other uh, types of meetings or educational exercises. In fact, in January, we're gonna start a preschool program uh, with uh, a volunteer who's come in and would like to do something called Music and Me uh, for preschool to kindergarten age children as one example of things that we could offer to the community with donations. Uh, another exciting thing that we are, are doing is uh, with using the mission simulator we talked about earlier and the experience and um, past experience and capabilities of uh -huh. Defiant Monkey Improv, we offer corporate training for a professional development. Uh, it's a good, we feel it's an excellent uh, combination of and collaboration of various capabilities. Uh, I'll let Andy and Karen speak about what they like, what they will do, but having the mission simulator there for corporate groups would allow uh, some allow people to actually exercise whatever training they would get from the Defiant Monkey Troop and, and demonstrate that and also be observed and critiqued on that. Before you go to them, please tell how the checks should be made payable and the address again. Please. Okay. The checks can be made to uh, either Challenger Learning Center of Orleans, Niagara, and Erie <coughs> Counties. That's the long version, or you can also make them out to CLC-ONE. That's the shorthand version. Either one will work, Brian. Very good. Now, Andy and your wife, Karen Eichler, uh, please uh, uh, tell why people should be giving this kind of money for this tax-exempt organization. Well, the, the Challenger Learning Center, it's, it's an amazing uh, a place where so much is going on, so much learning and immersion. Uh, there have been uh, uh, people who are have gone into the space program who have go originally gone through the CLC uh, Challenger Learning Center experience when they were younger. 
uh, it sparks their curiosity, it gets them interested in the, the, the STEM programming that's so important these days. Uh, and it, it, it shows them that they can learn and have fun at the same time. Karen? Oh, yeah. Well, if you're a fan of space and science, this is the perfect thing to help support because it gets people excited about space and science. It's, and it's neato. <laughs> and I understand it's cool. And it's cool. <laughs> it's super. Okay, very good. Well, we're glad to hear that. For those who've just tuned in to the Rust Report, our guests today are Stephen Cotton, Chairman of the Board of the Challenger Learning Center, and performers Andrew Sprague and Karen Eichler. And Andrew is a mission commander, and Karen Eichler is an improviser and actor. If you're listening in Cheektowaga or Toronto or Manhattan, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about our guest, the chairman of the board of the Challenger Learning Center, while with Console, Steve Cotton contributed to development and implementation of technology and methods for coal steam characterization, coal steam degasification, coal mine ground control, evaluation of the environmental effects of mining, rapid long wall entry development, and impro improved equipment maintenance practices. Sounds very complicated. <laughs> Wow, Steve, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Karen uh, Eichler has performed on stages across the country. She teaches public speaking at Niagara University and college writing at Empire State College. Andrew Sprague has taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade math and science and worked as a corporate trainer for over 14 years. Our guests on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Let's talk uh, some more about potential audiences for the mission experience. Okay. Well, as I mentioned earlier, Brian, the mission experience is targeted uh, primarily for, from a student perspective, fifth graders or uh, fifth grade reading level or above. So uh, we, out, we reach out to local school districts in our three county area to bring in fifth grade or sixth grade classes uh, for the mission experience. Uh, so that's our primary target from the academic world. However, the uh, missions are also enjoyable for anyone else um, older than that. And so we've had birthday groups uh, come in. We've had other community groups come in to, for uh, missions. Uh, it really uh, is appealing and Karen says super or fun for Don't forget cool cool for, okay, cool. for groups of all all any and all ages um, I, so our target so we can host uh, if you can have a group of uh, 10 12 or more people we can bring them in and run a mission for them and uh, we guarantee that they have uh, a very enjoyable time they might even learn something along the way. Very good. Andy, Karen? 
Uh, well, uh, one thing we're looking at doing uh, to expand our audience is to bring on the professional development uh, portion. Uh, Karen and I have done professional development through Defiant Monkey Improv with groups like Clyde Health, uh, AmeriCorps, uh, Albright Knox Art Gallery and such. Uh, and we looked at the Challenger Learning Center and we thought this is a perfect opportunity to partner together so we can bring in businesses and organizations. We would run an hour-long workshop on it could be team building, customer service, communications, leadership, whatever the client needs, uh, and then run them through a simulation, put them through the hour and a half long simulation, so they can actually take the skills that they've learned and apply them immediately and see uh, what they've learned, how it works, and how they can implement it in their own organization. Karen? Yes. <laughs> you can expand on that. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, it is, um, it is an interesting way to get into the professional development um, and have the mission that goes with it because it's, uh, like you said, immediately applicable. And um, it, it's um, different than what they would normally get through, like, what you would, might think of as like, oh, let's do team building exercises to bond us as a group. And, you know, you read out of a book how you do the lake of lava or trust falls or whatever is out there. But we would take them um, for a personalized uh, professional development, design it for what they need, and then make it immediately applicable. And ours is different. Uh, when we do our Defiant Monkey Improv Professional Development, it is different than what they usually get. And it's personalized, and they will get to do fun, cool, super things. I'm going to bust out a thesaurus. I'll find some more. Uh, so ours is more effective. It's memorable. Um, and how often do you get to go into space after a workshop? Exactly. Uh, a lot of times people, they, they go to a professional development and they might get excited while they were there and then, you know, they leave and it takes days to go back to their work environment and apply it. But here, it would be immediately applicable because they're going into space and relying, into space, and relying on each other right then and there. And so it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Okay, I'm still with fun. <laughs> Well, it's good you have such a marvelous <laughs> attitude. I would like to pay special tribute to a lady who could not be here today, Kathy Michaels, who really is the person who got this all started 12 years ago. She's given thousands of hours of her time, a lot of money, a lot of effort. She's really a, an indomitable woman who never gave up on this dream. And now Steve Cotton is the chairman of the board of the Challenger Learning Center. Uh, again, quickly, the address, where to send tax-deductible checks and how to make them payable. Okay. Uh, the checks can be made out to Challenger Learning Center of Orleans, Niagara, and Erie Counties, or CLC-ONE. Uh, our mailing address is 160 Washburn Street. That's in Lockport, New York, 14094. Thank you so much for enlightening us about this program. Chairman of the Board of the Challenger Learning Center, Stephen A. Cotton. 
and we have the people who are involved with Defiant Monkey Improv, Andrew Sprague and his wife Karen Eichler. And special thanks to Kevin Carr, who's been director of production for the last 15 years for the Rusk Report. And we wish all of our listeners a happy and healthy new year. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.